We're here with another edition of Conversations and Connections. This is the official podcast for the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson. I'm the prevention coordinator for the agency. And today we're going to take a trip over to the safe house and talk to Veronica Sessions, who is the kitchen manager. Hello. Hey, how are you? I'm good. Good, good, good. Uh, I appreciate you. Uh, okay, so a little inside uh, information here. There was a slight mix-up on when we're supposed to record. Veronica thought 3 o'clock, but yes. it was uh, a little earlier than that, so I went back there, and you was just about to prepare meatballs. Yes, I'm making some turkey-stuffed <laughs> meatballs with mozzarella. Ooh, okay. Yes. Well, we're going to talk about... Uh, what your duties are and, and what you do and what okay. it's like to cook for all of these, all the folks that we have uh, over there at the safe house. So uh, first of all, let's, um, and, it, and it also it's going to, at least around here, Veronica is affectionately also known as Rocky. Yes, I'm Rocky. <laughs> Are you Rocky anywhere else besides at work? Oh, no, everywhere. That's my oh, okay. given nickname <laughs> from since I was probably three years old. So how did that come about? I have a cousin who stuttered real bad when we were children, and he could not say Veronica. He said Rockina. And so there, I'm something? Rocky. And <laughs> that's Had something. nothing to do with Rocky Balboa. <laughs> Well, when I hear, I'm from a different generation, I guess. When I hear Rocky, I think of... Um, Rocky and Bullwinkle. Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yes. <laughs> so, no, but, not Rocky okay. and Bullwinkle. All right. So, um, tell me, just what are your duties, or what are the duties uh, of the kitchen manager? Okay. The kitchen manager, you have to prepare a menu, a seven-day menu, Three meals. Um, you have to make a grocery list once you prepare this menu. You need to know exactly what is in each recipe. Every detail from the meat and the seasonings and the, what it takes to put all this together. And then you have to go buy the groceries. Fun. Okay, so sometimes I come out of there with three buggy loads of groceries. So how much is the grocery bill usually? It can run from anywhere from like 300 to $700 a week. Because if we have a house full of people, it takes a wow. lot of money to buy yeah. all that. It really of course. does. So, I mean, that's why we stressed yesterday about the the giving of the donations. We mm-hmm. We use a lot of money to, to feed everybody. So Right. And then after I get the menu and the grocery list prepared, then I do this what I call the explanation of menu, which I created back when I was a crisis worker having to do this because the crisis workers had to cook and prepare all the foods and everything. Okay. And I wasn't working Monday through Friday at that time. So... I would prepare this thing called the explanation of menu where it tells you in detail what you're to make for breakfast, what you're to make for lunch, and what you're to make for dinner, as well as what all goes with it. And then if there's specifics, then you would need, I would write down how to make Mm -hmm. something because not everybody knows how to cook. 
and not everybody cooks the same way. When sure. this is the groceries that I bought for this specific recipe, so this needs to go in this recipe. You can't so, wing it. No, you can't wing it. Because <laughs> if I got to have some Velveeta cheese for Monday and you've used it on Sunday, right? You know, we're that's messed a good up. Point. Yeah, so. that's a good point. So, what is it like uh, to be responsible for feeding all the residents in the safe house? It feels like that I am prepping for a family reunion every day, <laughs> especially if we have a lot of people. But even, you know, if we only have 20, 30 people, that's still a lot of people in one house right. to feed. And so when you have to fix some green beans, so how many cans of green beans would you open up? Okay. Do you have any idea yeah. how many cans? What would you say? <sighs> I'm not going to begin to okay, guess. I'm, hor so, I'm horrible at those okay, things. Okay, so if you and one other person was to eat... Okay, for 30 people. So you for say 30 for, like, for, for 30 people? How many people can eat out of one can of green beans? Maybe two. Okay, so if you have 30 people, how many cans of green beans are you going to need? <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, you. See, got so you, it, yeah, so it's a lot of math sure, to do sure. these things. Okay, so... Um, it also makes me feel like I remember as a child going to my grandmother's house and she was one of those ladies that would always be cooking something for everybody in the community. And everybody would come over to her house after they get off work and get a slice of pizza or some of her Mexican chicken casserole or whatever, yeah. you know, they knew she was going to be cooking something. So I would go over there during the summer and help her prep this food and I learned a lot of the stuff that I cook up here yeah. from her. Well, I can say it was what, maybe about a week, two weeks ago, you uh brought over to the administration part of the building some uh was it some banana bread? Oh yes. Oh banana man bread. That was awesome. Did you like that? It was it was Great. Wonderful, wonderful. Actually, that is my mother's recipe. It was really good. It is very good. That's one of the main things I do like that my mother cooks is her yeah. banana bread. Yeah, so. it, it was awesome. Thank you. So feeding a, a lot of people like that, um, when we have new clients, I'm, and I'm just wondering because I have no idea because you got to cook for these people. Do you, I'm assuming you would have to be aware of any allergic Allergies. Allergies yes. that they may have to certain foods. Yes, that's one of the things I ask all the clients when they first come in, um, when I introduce myself to them. And then I ask them, do they have any food allergies? Sometimes there's allergies to onions and um, peanuts, milk, maybe. Peanuts, or, yeah. uh, you know, cheese. Yeah, I guess if someone's like know, lactose, lactose intolerant. intolerant yeah. you know, and that's one of the things that I uh, consider when I'm making my menus. Mm -hmm. And then you also have your ones that, um, for religious reasons, don't eat pork. Okay. So I have to consider that as well. Or maybe um, they will only eat fish on Fridays. I had that. I have not you come across had that. that. Oh, okay. The only religious thing I've come across is the pork. The pork. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. And and you know I I accommodate. Sure. You know, I don't sure. want to cause them to. Yeah. No. Of course you not. Know, right. Feel bad about yeah. or go hungry. Right. So. Right. Right. Okay. Awesome. So with us being a nonprofit, um, 
I know we kind of talked about this a little earlier before we started recording about certain guidelines you have to follow. Um, and I know we're not a restaurant, but I'm sure you have to abide by a health oh, code. Yes. We all and have to Like have if we were a restaurant. Everybody back there has their food handler's certificate. Mm-hmm. And we have to follow the health guidelines for as far as temperature checking, uh, checking the freezer and refrigerator temperatures. We have to make sure that everything is stocked properly in yeah. the refrigerators and everything. Um, and then... Um, and I would say, if anybody takes a look at our kitchen, it almost, it's very borderline industrial, yes. commercial. It's a commercial kitchen almost, like you'd see at a restaurant. Kitchen. It's a wonderful kitchen yeah. though, to have. Yeah. It is. It's, it's great. huge. Right. Nice big walk-in freezer, walk-in fridge, mm-hmm. and um, man, I don't know how many burners that stove has. Well, it's got, it's, it's got six burners, <laughs> oh, okay. and then we have our grill that okay. I can cook fajitas on and whatever. So Awesome. That's great. So, how do you come up with the menu? Do you know? You know. You said you you plan the menu ahead of time. Mm-hmm. What um. What what makes you decide? Okay, we're gonna have. Okay. Meatballs tonight. Is it just something that okay? This is what we're gonna do, or do you get input from There's the a residents? Bunch or? of different factors that I use. Um, one of them is so I go on HEB, that's where I shop. Okay. And um, I'll look at their sale paper, see if the, what meats they have on sale, especially if I don't have a lot of meats left in the refrigerator mm-hmm. or the freezer from donations. I'll have to start buying meat again. So um, I'll use what they have on sale. Um, then I've got years worth of recipes in a folder that I use, you know, and I'll flip through them and see what yeah. I feel like cooking. And, you know, and if it's a holiday, that determines, you know, whatever. Because, uh-huh. see, like, next week is Cinco de Mayo. So I will fix something for that particular okay. day to put okay. on the rest, on the menu. Okay. Um, then also staff cook on the weekends and... I ask them usually, what do you feel like cooking, you know, on your day? Or um, I also get emails from uh, Brookshire Brothers and HEB and other recipe websites, and they'll send me emails of different things. And if I see something that's, hmm, I'd like to try to cook that and see if I can make that, you know, I'll try something different. So, of course, I guess you have to make adjustments because you probably have to triple a recipe quadruple a recipe sometimes i do have to quadruple the recipe (laughs) the banana bread recipe um instead of i think i i don't even know what the the word is for but it was eight times the recipe wow yeah okay it's because we had a massive amount of bananas (laughs) that had they had to be used had to be used and so i made Eight times the banana bread that day, and oh, then man, uh, the next day I made a massive banana pudding. So, yeah. wow. and then I threw the rest of the bananas away. So. <laughs> yeah, I guess after a certain time they can't even be used. They can't even be used to cook yeah. with. I guess. So okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. There used to not be a kitchen manager, right? right. So what was the reason behind? the agency creating this position to have okay. a kitchen manager. I'm sure it had something to do with grants, but the fact that there 
was a kitchen manager. In my own personal opinion, okay, like I said, I used to be a client, a uh, crisis worker. Okay. Okay. They used when I first come to work here. There was four crisis workers and one floater. Okay, we did the cooking. We even did some of the cleaning. We did transportation. Um, we did a lot of things that mm-hmm. have been positions created for. Like we have now two transportation specialists, and at that same time is when they created the kitchen manager okay. position. And so um, my boss come to me and asked me would I like that position because I had already been doing crisis worker position for six and a half years, working till midnight, and I'm getting too old to be being up at midnight. So I was like, absolutely, <laughs> please. Yes, I would love oh, it. Absolutely wow. love it. So. Okay. Awesome. I, I said, and I love to cook, you yeah. know, and I had already taken on um, the preparations of mm-hmm. the menu and stuff anyways by that time. I was right. already doing it, and so um, okay, that just gave me more time to, to focus more on that yeah. than still, you know, the crisis worker stuff and that, because mm-hmm. it was a mess. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, earlier we, we talked about the grocery bill. But we do receive donations yes. for food, and I think that's important for folks to know that uh, mm-hmm. uh, if people want to give to an organization like the Family Crisis Center, as far as monetary donations, um, you know, we do have a grocery bill, mm-hmm. and so um, any donations or even food uh, yes. donations or yes, we get donations from very different avenues we get donations from individuals Mm -hmm. we get donations from food drives we get donations from weddings and family reunions Mm -hmm. that have excess food left over that they had from uh what they had catered to them right you know they have some that hadn't been touched and they're like hey we got all this food left over would y'all like some Absolutely, you know, so yeah. I don't have to cook tonight, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But, um, and then sometimes we get food from um, organizations such even Tyson's. They'll send us a load of chicken or we get, uh, it just varies in different many yeah. ways. Sure, sure. So. Um, do you ever ask the, or are residents required to help out and kind of, do their fair share in the kitchen or do residents help out? As far as cooking, they do not have to. I always ask them if they want to mm-hmm. uh, come up with an idea of a day to cook. If they would, li- if they like to cook and if they would want to cook one day, let me know ahead of time when I'm about to prepare the menu. Yeah. I will put your name down and you mm-hmm. tell me what all you need so I can put it on the, the grocery yeah. list. And Or do they even help like help you prep? Cut up, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, prep, yes. chop up stuff. Or, just to get in there and, and have something to do. Yeah. You know, they, sure. they love to cook. Some of them do. Some of them don't even know how to boil water. <laughs> but I love to teach them. Yeah. You know, if you want to learn how to cook something, come on in there and we'll well, that's neat. We'll fellowship and have a good time and <laughs> learn how to cut up an onion. <laughs> that's that's great. Yes. So what is it I can honestly say that 
it really looks like you really enjoy what you do. I do. I do. Uh, what is it that you enjoy most about your job here? What, what do you get out of it? I love the fellowship. I love to teach. I love helping these women get past what they've just got out of. I am a survivor myself, and food can be a comfort. Uh, preparing food gets your mind off of what you just went through. Sure. You know, and um, just being there and to answer any questions that they might have, mm-hmm. sharing a little bit about my story. Um, some people just don't realize who all has been in the same situation that exactly. they've been in. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of the clients are my age and younger, and um, they are my kids' age. And I feel like that I have gone through enough in my life that I'm able to help them. Okay. A lot of them I can. Yeah. And, and I just like having that opportunity to have a, a more comfortable setting, you know. You're not in a you're not at a desk, you're not in an office, you're in a kitchen and mm-hmm. everybody likes to to mess with food in some way. Yeah. <laughs> so sure. It's just a different environment. It's a different way to reach okay. them. So the last thing I want to ask you. Okay. What's your favorite thing to cook? My favorite thing to cook? Yeah. Do you have like a favorite thing that you just love to cook or a favorite recipe or, or your favorite thing that you just really enjoy doing? I think it would have to be a specific meal, and that is the uh, turkey and dressing, <laughs> um, broccoli and cheese casserole, green bean casserole, you know, your typical Thanksgiving holiday stuff, meal. Holiday yes. stuff, right? That's my favorite. Now, each individual recipe, it just depends on... Uh, the the people that are in there at the time. Mm-hmm. My Spanish rice, they absolutely love. And I've even had some of the Hispanic ladies tell me, I like your rice better than I do mine. <laughs> but it's, I tell them all, it's not that mine's any better. It's just different. It's just different. Yeah. And I love to cook, and it's all made with love. Oh, that's awesome. All right. Veronica, thank you. For Thank coming you for in, me be here. yeah, it was it was fun. Yeah, um, Veronica Sessions again. She is our kitchen manager for our safe house here at the agency. And if you have any questions or comments about what we've discussed today, you can email us. Our email address is conversationsandconnections at fccet.com. And also, if you feel like you need our services, I do always want to share our 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotline. Uh, And that number is 1-800-828-7233. That's 1-800-828-7233. And don't forget... Be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. Yeah.